That's into right field. Long run for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play. Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it, and that one's gone. Against all odds, here's a high fly ball driven deep to right. Verdugo back to the pen. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And I will keep on waiting for a better day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the pesky poll podcast episode 61 how you guys doing today today joining me as really most of the time now we have my friend host of the fumble risky podcast adam right adam how you doing today we're doing well doing well hanging out at home off campus getting a break from the covid regulations so it's a good it's a good time man you are so lucky you get to go home all right i want because we got, we got spring break coming up. I wish I'd go back home, but just so many rules and stuff that we got to follow. And plus, I got to work that weekend. It's not it's not even worth it. It's it's so annoying. But with that being said, to the fans, how are you guys doing today? We appreciate you, as always, coming back and listening to me twice a week. Some of you once a week. Some of you, this is your first time. And I'm sorry, your first time watching this. Adam has to be here. I apologize. But we'll make it through it together. So make sure you hit that follow, subscribe, whatever button you are on for your specific platform. Spotify and iTunes gang, I never forget about you guys. Make sure you guys hit that follow button so you can hear me twice a week. With that being said, follow the Instagram at Pesky Poll Podcast. Adam, you got anything else to say to people before we get started? I got nothing. Let's rock and roll. Let's Okay, we, we got to stop using No, that, that, that worked once for an interview. Let's get moving. Adam, I I don't know how you people put up with – I don't know how I put up with Adam, but we're here. There's nobody who puts up with me, Robert. No, absolutely not. So, we just had a game today where I believe the Red Sox won 7-2 to against the Braves. Now, obviously, Adam is a big, big guy about this, so it's just, it's just spring training. These games don't count. Well, you're right. And while we're facing against minor league players, it's nice to see some of our guys actually doing something decent. Because we kind of need them to consistently do that throughout the season. You know? So, the guy we had on the bump today was Martin Perez. And Martin Perez had a great stat line for today. Four innings, uh, five strikeouts, I believe. Yep, five strikeouts, one walk, and how many hits? Uh, Two hits. So not a bad day from him at all. Very, very good. Very good outing. Now, Adam, the question I want to ask you is where do you see Martin Perez fitting within our rotation? In the rotation? Well, mm-hmm. in an ideal situation, in a perfect world, I see him towards the back and performing with putting up decent numbers. I mean, he's Martin Perez. He's not some some crazy number one starter. He's not even a middle of the – He's not even a middle of the rotation starter. He's more of like towards the back. So, I mean, that's where he'll fit fit in. But on the 2021 Red Sox, he's he. You could make a case he's the ace. <laughs> so that's where we're. Hey, that's the 2020 Red Sox. All right, we had a stretch of time where he was 
basically the ace. Exactly with, my point. With Erod, Sale, Andy Evaldi being out, we were running Martin Perez out there versus guys like Tyler Glass now. Let me tell you, you can assume how those games ended. It wasn't pretty. I basically already know at this point. Yeah. The majority of them, we got bent over. Exactly. But right now, realistically, with us having, and I'm talking completely healthy, we have Sale, Erod, Avaldi, Whitlock, Perez, Richards, Hauk, Pavetta. That's eight starters right there. Yeah. Realistically, I would love it if Martin Perez became a rotational guy in the bullpen. You know, if somebody gets hurt, you bring him in, or you just have him be a long reliever. You know, someone yeah. on a – let's say Garrett Whitlock comes in, he starts a game, and he's given up four runs by the second inning. Martin Perez comes in for four innings, does damage control. If that can be Martin Perez's role, I'm more than happy with it. I agree. And, and for the YouTube people, Adam has a visitor behind him. That's going to be distracting throughout the entirety of this episode. I'm dog-sitting today. My family's out of the house, so he's. I'm trying to keep him out of trouble. And that's not going so well. He chewed up one of, my, one of our favorite uh, foam balls, and he's eating it as we speak. Uh, he loves he loves eating anything that he's not allowed to get a get a hold of, so yeah, great. Uh, yeah, he lo- he loves to eat. If only we could find a pitcher who could eat up some innings. Isn't that right, Robert? No, just don't don't even try and segue like that. Don't even try, okay? We if if I'm sitting here watching the YouTube premiere tomorrow night, right? I just watched that number go from about six people watching to about two. Just because of what you just said. I mean, okay. six ain't so good either. So we got. Hey, hey, hey. We hey, just hey. gotta get out there. Get I big. got. I got six people watching right when I dropped the episodes. You have six people watching in total. All right, we ain't the same. I got six views last week. Are we are you sure about that? I believe so. All right, cause I can look it up right now. I have the tab open. Well, you know what? We gotta. We have to all get like a lot bigger. We need, we'll be like, people will be like, who are the Section 10 podcast? Section 10? I don't know who yes. the hell they are. Wow. Like, it's got to be all Pesky wow. Bull podcast, right? Hey, hey, Pesky I even. podcast, Fumble Rooski podcast, Two Compass podcast. Hey, like. We, we have like a whole, we have a whole network. They're just section, actually, they're Barstool they're, Sports. They're Barstool yeah, Sports. They're, yeah, they're, they're like. They're don't like, even try and compare. <laughs> we're, well, you know, we're going to be them. We're going to be them. We're just a bunch of amateurs. We're amateurs doing our amateur things. We're Amateur Hour Sports Network. Hey, you got 10 views, by the way, and one comment. See, I got, a, I got a comment. Did you get a comment? This person says, in Dak, we trust he's worth any. No, we don't trust Dak. Every penny? Yeah. No. That's actually Justin's mom, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, we're thriving. <laughs> oh, that couldn't have been more perfect. But no, I got I got Does plenty your of comments. Mom comment on your stuff. My mother doesn't know a damn thing about baseball. Does your sister do it? Um, 
whenever I tell her, hey, we're talking about Benintendi, she will. But that's about it. She's more active on the Instagram side for us than anything. You got How did she react when Jacoby Ellsbury left the team? She wasn't a fan in the slightest. She became a fan at about 2017 when she said, ooh, he's pretty. Ellsbury's hotter than Benintendi, though. He's why prettier. Are we, why are we discussing this? Why not? Because <laughs> it makes no sense. All right. Sense. All right, viewers who are listening right now on YouTube, comment Jacoby or Benintendi. Not based on stats, based on looks. All the fe- the female, the females, of course. And the yeah. men. And the men. We, we won't judge you. We're, we're, we don't discriminate, of course. Adam's absolutely talking about here about his personal preferences on Jacoby or Benintendi, so. Jacoby is not only the better player, he's the better looking guy. You already know he's clapping cheeks out there. Oh, never okay. I think I just got to monetize if I was making money. <laughs> you can't say stuff like that, Adam. Sorry. You see, you see what I have to deal with, people. We go through this like twice, once or twice every two weeks. Where I have to deal with this. Please help me. Send help. And memes. Send memes? send send memes to the pesky poll Instagram. Memes Make my life. I send pretty good memes. Eh, you got like a 30% success rate. On memes? Yes. I send good... I mean... I send good memes. Nah, he really doesn't. I follow like, all the best meme pages. Like I said, he, he's got about a 30% success rate when it comes to memes. That's 300%. That's, that, that's, that's, that's a 300 batting average. Yeah, so that means you can barely make it in the MLB. Right. MLB? That's bare... That's like an all-star game. <laughs> And possibly the Hall of Fame. For a career. You've been doing it consistently for like three months. You're the Jackie Riley Jr. of meme sending right now, okay? Don't even start. Adam is not happy. Oh, you're still dealing with the dog, of course you are. Garrett Richards. All right. Garrett Richards, we'll be honest, has sucked this far throughout spring training. Right, had a 13.5 ERA throughout the first couple weeks of spring training. Yeah, he blows. D- Adam. <laughs> there is no PG Adam. I apologize to the fans. I said he blows. Stop. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Uh, you annoy me to no one. He but, sucks. Well, he just had a good game. All right, we're going to recognize a good game when we see a good game. We're playing this man $10 million, god damn it. We're going we're gonna to cherish every little moment we can. I recognize Josh Osich when he had good games. No, you don't even mean anything. If I asked you what number Josh Osich wore in his time in Boston. I couldn't tell you. Exactly. But I would have if I was following the team, which I really – Last year was COVID year. year. COVID yeah. year. Blame it on the COVID year. But Garrett Richards, right, came out yesterday. Four scoreless innings, seven strikeouts, three walks. Now, I know you were saying before we started, you would like the walks to be a little bit down, but that's still over a 2.0 strikeout to walk ratio, which I'm not mad about. I mean, the best pitchers in the league are having about a six, 
strikeout-to-walk ratio, and he's at about a two right now. But once again, I ask the question, where do you think he fits? Because we have a lot of good pieces in this pitching rotation. It's just none of them really fit together. I think the better better way to uh, word that would be we have a lot of question marks. And it just it's just a matter of whether or not these question marks will wind up. I mean, we've all we've all seen uh, Garrett Richards over his career. He's been a very solid pitcher at times. Mm-hmm. In fact, very good pitcher at, at at every once in a while. The issue is, can he regain that form, which he hasn't had in a little bit? So, I mean, not a good start this spring training. They had to call a mercy rule. It was so bad one game. They literally said, throw the damn towel at one point. <laughs> they said, you know that symptom, you know that Simpsons meme where it's yes. like the children are like watching stop, and they're in stop, disgust. Stop, stop. He's already dead. dead. That was that was Garrett Richards. No, no, that was Alex Cora from the sidelines. They're like, stop. He's already he's out. He's out. He's, he's done. Already he's dead. done. <laughs> I gotta think of another or like or like you know that that tweet from a man, an orange Cheeto, who we shall not name. Stop the count. <laughs> At some point. Uh, so so far throughout spring training, he's I think pitched the most innings out of everyone. He's pitched eight innings, six earned runs with a six seven five ERA. Yeah. Ten strikeouts. Five walks. It's just, it's not been great so far, but fortunately, these stats all wipe away in about 19 days. Mm-hmm. Oh, completely off topic. When are we going to a game? When Price are we is, going to a game? Prices shot up. They went up? Yes. Well, I, I told you, my dad gets veteran discount, remember? Yeah, we need to get these ASAP. <laughs> disgusting. Are you talking about the ball? He chewed out this. There used to be a core in here. All right. Yeah. Um, the um, we need to, cheapest we need to get... game right now. Cheapest games are April 6th and 7th, which are a Tuesday night game, which oh, I work on Tuesdays, but I get around that. Um, so we could either go to like a Tuesday night game, Wednesday afternoon, once afternoon game I can do. What about over weekends? Weekends are hell expensive. Um, See if we can get tickets at some somewhere in the somewhere like in the outfield. My dad has a military discount. You mean on he the gets green it monster? For our family. You mean on the green monster? Green mo- If we were gonna get green monster, if we could get green monster tickets for cheap, then I'd be one hundred percent in. I'll quit my job. I'll drop out of high school, or sorry, drop out of college. And we're in. We're in. Just for one night. One night to see them actually win it for once in the green hey. monster. Hey, you remember how much those I got those tickets for that night? It was like eighty bucks. That's like really yeah, good for That was really good. Actually, let me go on StubHub because that's where I actually got the tickets um that we got last time. For the fans out there, either try SeatGeek or StubHub. It just depends sometimes. One will have cheaper, and sometimes the other will. Have che- you know what I mean. Try both. Look at by the by the way, 
you and I, this is more football related, but you and I are going to that Patriots Bucks game. Um, I don't We're like. Going. I don't want to spend an arm and a leg. I I will. I mean, if you want, we can go to the game tomorrow for twenty nine bucks. You mean like? You mean the spring training game? Get, yeah, take a flight down to Fl- Fort Myers. Yeah, we can go down there. They don't have any restrictions, you know. Yeah. Oh my God. The, okay, StubHub is not the move. There are no tickets under one hundred ninety six bucks. We can go to New York on the twenty seventh to watch them play the Mets. Those tickets are only thirty-four bucks. God damn. Why are ours so expensive? Or we could just wait till COVID's over and then No, because I'm going back to we, Tennessee. When we when we mark our independence from the virus, we're going to we I'm sure the tickets will ticket prices will go down and it might be a lot more in, enjoyable to go see the game. It it will be. But at the same time, you got to remember, after after I graduate, I'm gone, and I ain't coming back to Massachusetts. You don't want to come back? I As much as I'd love to, I can't get a job up here. You should. I should, but I can't. Move up here. But I can't. There's no jobs for me up here. We could get a job being like a radio, being like radio show hosts. No, or more people can watch these episodes so I can actually get monetized by YouTube and get some sponsorships and all that fun stuff. For the fans Almost. out there, tell tell your friend tell tell your friends for me, please. I'm in I'm in desperate need of help. And tell. and their significant others, and their yeah. children, and their cousins, their grandparents, parents, any anybody, step parents, step brothers, step sisters, anybody that you know that the Red Sox are from Boston. If they can name you that, recommend this podcast. If they know what a baseball is, do it. Recommend this podcast. Recommend this podcast. Yeah, and plus we've been down on We've they been can, down from last month on views on Spotify and iTunes. Y'all let me down. They can point out Boston on a map, then follow this podcast. Yeah, if you can point out Boston on a map. If you know what a pigskin is, check out Fumble Rooski podcast. Adam never takes a a moment to, that he can't self-promote. I can't what? Adam, you always take the moments where you can self-promote. <laughs> so, At least I'm not doing it in those comment sections, you know? Comment yeah. sections are annoying where they do that. Mm-hmm. No, so this, this kind of stinks around this time of year because we have no news coming out, no one signing, no one's getting traded. We just play in spring training games at this point. You know, we right. barely got anything we golf. That's why I wanted to try and get some people in here. I'm still trying. All right, I'm going to see if I can get somebody on for Tuesday, and then, I don't know, we'll, we'll figure it out, hopefully. But once again, like I said, send memes. Those will get us through everything. Right, Adam? Oh, 100%. Memes if you had be- a bad day. And you're scrolling through Instagram and you see that one meme that just makes you laugh and you just make, you just, 
it just makes your day a little better. Like maybe mm-hmm. it doesn't make your day better, but it just makes things tolerable. Like you're just you you're in you're in good spirits for like a few seconds. It's just that one thing that keeps you going in life, right, Doug? His name's Doug. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the person that will know about getting their spirits lifted is the dog who has a seven second memory attention and has done some unspeakable things to some of your friends. He is. Cover your ears, Ducky. Okay. So we got seven. So we only have like two more bits of news before we got to call it. Well, we've only been going for like 20 minutes now. Like I said, these podcasts, until we get to the actual meat of the season, are going to be so much shorter. And I hate it. But what are you going to do? Yeah. So we got seven guys that we got to talk about. And I kind of want to get your opinions on them, Adam. All right. Yes. Just what you think of them, where you think their place is in the either rotation or hitting core, and how well you think they're going to do this season. Because according to Chris Cotillo, these seven guys have got to be on the top of their game for us to do anything this year. All right. Yes. First, Eduardo Rodriguez. Eduardo Rodriguez has the potential to be a number two in any lineup, but in – during this season, especially in the early going, he could, he'll probably be the ace. Mm-hmm. He'll probably be the top guy. Like, I mean, we need him to pitch like he's the Clay Buckles to Chris Sales, Trevor Bauer. Clay like, Buckles. Not Clay Buckles, Clayton Kershaw. I apologize. Clayton Kershaw. I was going to say. I just, I just saw the name Clay Buckles a couple Buckles. hours ago. No, we don't want, we don't want Clay Buckles. I won't. I don't even want to take the good with the bad with that guy. He was so frustratingly inconsistent. He was either like, he was either actually Clayton Kershaw, or he would be, he would be. Josh Osage. He was just that bad, and it was so inconsistent. What he was, it was so night and day. It's like he was like, he had two personalities. It's like, have you ever seen that movie? What was it? Uh, Split, mm-hmm. where like. There. That was such a good movie. It's a good movie, but it's freaky. It's like, well, he's like, he'll he'll have he'll have what's his name, uh, uh, John Farrell coming up to him at the mound. He's like, what the hell is wrong with you? And he'll be like, sorry, that was Patricia who threw that pitch. And it, it was like, it was so bad. It was so bad. Like, I won't even take the good with the bad. Like, if anything, the good made it more frustrating. Because, it's because like, we know his potential. We know he can, what he can do. We're not, we're, I'm getting too carried away. This has nothing to do. You get the point. Chris said, uh, Clay Buckles. Very, very bad. You got it. You got to love freshmen. They always, they always have to be yelling through the halls. Especially I, that one in particular who loves to stare through people's windows. No, we're, we can't. We can't. Well, actually, we can, as long as we don't say names. Yes, that's why I but, said in particular. Yeah, let me let me tell you guys. If if y'all, most most of my fans are about high school, college age. For the college kids, y'all y'all know the struggle of having some weird people in your in your dorms, right, and in your classes. You you know you always get paired up with that one weird kid in class. Yeah. Right? That's happened to you, right? 
100%. We had, do you remember last semester we were in the same uh, media writing class? Yep. Right. John Rook, great, great guy. All right. That was a great teacher. But we had that one kid who I'm not going to name names. I'll tell you after if you can't remember him. But he would always just ask the most, the weirdest questions. Do you remember who I'm talking about? Is this, um, is this that Mike kid? Yeah, we, I, was, I said we shouldn't say names, Sorry. but yes. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a little – he's a nice kid, though. Mm-hmm. I like him. I've, of course, the dog's being a problem again. He's crying. <laughs> I put the ball away. It's, it's, it's not even a ball anymore. It's like a chewed-up slobber of – thing of slobber. You just you just need to get a can of tennis balls and call it good. I have a I have a uh, racquetball that he loves, but he he went for the foam Nerf ball that we all used to love when we were kids. Now it's not a Nerf ball. Now it's a ball of foam. <laughs> but yeah, we got. I I don't know where we're going with that. Where were we yeah. going with that? College, oh, yeah. college kids are weird. We started out with. Oh yeah, yeah. It went it went from uh went from when all the kids outside your dorm were making Yeah, noise. we went we went to Erod to Clay Buckolds to college kids. College kids. Erod. Does that make sense? Erod. Solid play solid pitcher. I feel like if the if this is if it gets to a point where we're talking about Eduardo Rodriguez like this for the next few years, then he's the second coming of Clay Buckles. Like that's official. But he hasn't remember? been that he has that inconsistent he's been a little inconsistent no he is not nowhere near what buckles has consistent no you don't see it in the stats but you look at it you see it throughout the seasons he'll either be electric like on fire i remember do you remember when he first came up in 2015 and he was just electric and we thought he was going to be an ace Mm -hmm. then Dave Dombrowski came in. He's like, yeah, no, we're just going to first year, first year signs, David price, second year sign trades for Chris sale. So this guy was definitely like, "Mm." and that net and that uh, in one of those years in between uh, in that same stretch of time, Rick Porcello won Cy Young. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, say what you want about David Dombrowski. He did a great job with that starting pitching staff. Yeah. We're talking about uh, Eduardo Rodriguez being their worst guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's, here's the thing with Erod. Throughout his five years pitching in the MLB, his ERA, 385, 47, 419, 382, 381. Besides a sophomore year slump, no, no inconsistencies here. And even his last year in 2019, he went 19, he had 19 wins. But he, he wasn't what – he hasn't – number one, yes, it says that in the statistics. But if you look at him through throughout each of those years, he, he's not on what the stats say. Like the final stats say like, oh, he wasn't – he was just okay. But they were also like – he was like – Clay Buckles, except on Adderall. Like, it was just going fast. Like, going fast. Like, it was like – it wasn't like these, like, half-year stretches of time where he would be horrible and then be good for, like, two months or, like, half-year stretch of time he'd be – he was, like, three games, terrible. 
Three games, good. Three game, like, and another part to that would be his expectations are to be a lot better than what he is. You know, he was supposed to be a number one, at the very least a number two. Mm-hmm. He's probably only been number three at best and probably a number and like probably a four. You're, you're telling me a guy in his last year he pitched with a 19 and six record with a 381 ERA is not a number two guy who gave us 203 innings throughout the year. Look at his career. Who finished sixth in Cy Young? That was that was a three three eight one is not anywhere close to Cy Young. Three eight one is nothing. If he finished sixth, insane, but it's it's nothing to scoff at. Three eight one never still said awesome. it's anything to scoff at. But if that's his, if that those are his career numbers, that's we, one we can look season, at Garrett. Yeah. We can look at Garrett Richards. Garrett Richards has had a career a season like that. How's he? How's he looking now? Garrett how's Richards he has now, never Robert? won nineteen games. First of Stop all, the count. Garrett stop, Richards stop, it's already dead. Has never won 19 games, first of all. I don't even think he's played 19 games in a season. Pretty sure he has, but... Plus, been... he's 33. Right? Erod's, what, 27? 26-ish? Somewhere around that, right? He's around... 28. 28. Yeah. My bad. So he's five years younger... And the most that I apologize, he had one year where he had fifteen wins. He went fifteen and twelve. Oh God, twenty twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. Garrett Richards hit different. Well. Robert, his hmm. last just because his career year, that one year was a great was a great was a number two caliber doesn't mean over his career he has every been. other year has been a number two caliber also mm. besides you could say his sophomore year even his rookie year 10 and what, 6 what with a your, 3 8 5 your, ERA but he also didn't play a lot in those games in those uh 21 starts 121 innings and how how many how much ERA, uh, three eight five, three eight five, and twenty one starts. And twenty one starts as a rookie. We're talking as about a rookie, right? That was a that was his rookie year. He looked, he had high high expectations that year, and he fulfilled them. His his third year, you could three, also eight, say three eight five is not fulfilling your. Mm-hmm. That's his. Um, I'm not oh scoffing at three eight five. I'm just saying that's not the expectations he had his his first five how many starts he had he was on a roll when he when he first got in the league if you remember Mm -hmm. it was meteoric he looked awesome then he fell off a cliff a little bit Mm -hmm. and then he got hurt yeah no his his sophomore and you could say his junior year he had a six and seven with a four one nine wasn't great then 2018 the world series year 13 and five with a three eight two while pitching 129 innings. And then 2019, a 19-6 and six with a 3-8-1, 34 starts with 203 innings under his belt. Let's see, Dude's like in. I said, I like him as a number two, but I just don't think he's been quite that over his career. I think he's been a number three at best. People, if, you, if you've listened this far, 
either comment or DM me on that Instagram, slide into those DMs, and tell me why Adam's wrong, please. Appreciate it. Next guy, we already talked about Garrett Richards. Third guy is Adam Ottavino. Obviously just got him in a trade this offseason. Rare trade with the Yankees. Never do that. What's his ceiling looking like? He looks – see, to me, he's – he could be a good setup man. I like him as a setup man. You don't see him on as this, a closer? On this, on this team, he might end up being a closer. But for his – for the production I could see him doing, I could see him as a setup man, as like a, on, a, on an ideal team, which is not the 2021 Red Sox. Let me ask you this, though. If you don't see him as the closer, who is? Who is? I think you could easily find. I think you can easily. I'm so, I'm saying on the ideal <laughs> roster, he would be. He would be that. Like on the on the 2021 Red Sox, he would be a. He would be a closer. What's the dog whining about now? He wants to get in the basement and get into all the workout gear in the snow gear. He wants to chew it all up. Look at him. Look at this little – look at that little dumb face. Look at that dumb face acting all innocent. Like, I only want to tear, all, tear apart all your stuff. I just want to be a bad dog behind your back and put up a front like a little – So And he's, the, he walked away. He's all, he's all happy. He's like, oh, you the one, the one thing about Adovino that I really don't like is the dude is 35. All right. He's – actually, no, he's going to be 36. So this article says, at its best, Adovino is one of the game's top relief options who could be a major part of the bullpen that appears a little underrated headed in, into this year. If Adovino and Hirokazu Sawamura perform – Boston could have a dynamic group that includes Matt Barnes, Darwinson Hernandez, and Josh Taylor. Now, I don't know about you, but it don't seem like that writer has been watching a lot of those pitchers that he's that he stated. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too high on Ottavino. I think he could be a solid starter, or not? Sorry, so, solid. Uh, uh, reliever, re- relief pitcher. At his ceiling, he's a setup man on a on a good on a good team. Mm-hmm. I f- think in this, I think on this team, he he'll probably end up being a starter. But I mean, this is the 2021 Red Sox. This is this is our this is like these are like the dark days of the Red Sox. Like this is this will be the lowest the Red Sox will ever get lowest that they ever have gotten i mean if you look at other seasons mm-hmm. this is around that level so this year or last year this year and last year i don't know this year we are leaps and bounds better than we were last year pitching wise leaps and bounds better i think they'll be better i don't think they'll be good mm-hmm. or okay but getting back to Adovino, i think like, we're paying him, I believe, about $12 million for this year. Yes. If he could come in and be anything better than Matt Barnes, that $12 million is worth it. You put him as closer, Matt Barnes and Hirokazu, 
in the, as the setup man. Darwinson is somebody who can come in maybe a seventh, eighth inning guy. And I think you've got a good, at least a somewhat reasonable um, back of the bullpen there. It's nothing great. It's like probably just below average. But Well, if your standards are just be better than Matt Barnes, then that doesn't say much. Hey, my standards are be better than Robert Stock. That's like saying be better than Adam Wright at the big league level. That's no, hard. Adam, Adam, you can't throw a ball over like be, 84. Don't even start. You can't. Either. I know I can't. I'm not the one saying that be I'm better than I'm not saying me. I can. I'm saying that's like saying be better than some average civilian who's giving dumb takes on some low-level low level podcast. I'm saying I can easily take you for a double down the left field line. I that's can all take I'm you saying. for a triple down the right field line. I'll hit it. We'll hit it to pesky pole pod. The we'll we'll hit it off the off the pesky pole. I'll wrap That's... it right around there. It'll be a it'll be a home run. Yeah. Okay. Actually, no. It'll bounce around. It'll be like a triple, and I'll I'll stretch it into a, inside the park. How can I'll, you do that? I'll laugh when, in your face. When I'll you flip hit, the bat too. When you hit the pesky pole, it's an automatic home run. We've seen it in person. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We saw Moki many- do it. How many home runs did you hit when you played in high school? I was very close to one. I hit Actually, two, two, two. I was very close to two. I no, hit two taste. in one game. <laughs> Bro. In high school. It was the greatest thing ever. But yeah. So, literally, first at-bat of my senior season, right? I strove. We're playing against this team that's projected to go. We had, like, a 20-game regular season. They were projected to go 1-19. They sucked, right? They're bad. We we beat them. We beat them like sixteen to nothing that day. But I come up first play, and boom, just slice it down the left field line. The fence I think is three forty. Slice it down ten feet foul. It easily had enough distance to be a homer. I cracked that, but it was foul, and I ended up with a single that ended up going about nine feet. Not <laughs> It was it was it was funny. And then the second time, I was facing against this pitcher that was throwing like eighty six, right? Team was down, and I get a pitch. He throws me high heater, probably about up at my chin. Two strikes. I don't know why I swung at it, but boom, take it right dead center field. Because I'm a lefty, the ball was trailing. Yeah. Boom. One hop the fence, ground rule double. Here's a problem. I hit that to the other side of center field. That ball's rolling because the fence is so much farther that way. That's a triple or an inside the park home run. I hit it more to left field where it's shorter. It would have been a homer. I hit it in the perfect spot where I wouldn't get a homer either way. Uh, Man. And plus, plus, in high school, I didn't know what a weight room was. I graduated high school at 137 pounds. You don't know what a weight room is now. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. <laughs> all right. Do I need to take my shirt off on this podcast? Adam, so help me God, all right? Would that we'll be get, shocking content, We will Robert? get – we will get – Would that be <laughs> – That will be shocking content. If this all was right. a movie, it would be rated X if that happened. Yes. It would be rated straight X. All right, and let's, let's just say if you cut your head off – if you only show it from like your belly button to your neck, people are gonna think it's a chick. All right. 
think it's a ch- me? Yeah, because you just showed stomach from here to belly button. People going to think it's chick. you? No. What? Adam, from, we have to take me. this outside. It's you. I do, not this- have, I do not have boobies. Hey, <laughs> I've seen chicks with smaller, okay? Bro, I can't. This thing's coming let's off. Let's stop before you. let's stop before YouTube cancels me, okay? YouTube will cancel me like that. All right. Speaking about homers, Bobby Dahlbeck. That's a tough one. I don't know where he's going to go. I never the, never thought he was going to be add up to much, but he's starting to make to make a case to be the a to have a future with this team as mm-hmm. a, say, a first baseman. And then, the, and then we have Devers at third. Yes. Right now, it's looking I, – I never, I never saw him as much as a prospect, but he's starting to make a case. So, I mean, it's early. We'll see what happens. He could be the next just Will Middlebrooks, where he's just – he shows promise and then he just tanks. We will not talk about Will Middlebrooks on this podcast, all right? Why? He's a red, he sucked. was a Red Sox. I know, but that's exactly my point. Yeah, that's that's the thing. We won't. No, we're not comparing. We're not comparing. I I would rather compare him to a Mike Lowell. All right. I don't ask why. I just like Mike Lowell. Okay. So. Hey, hey, he's you a can't. Prospect. You can't say anything bad about Mike Lowell. All right, he's an all-star third baseman that we got from Florida. I'm saying something – no. I'm saying something bad about you. <laughs> saying that you're comparing a, mid, a middle-level prospect to Mike Lowell. 2000, just, 2007 there's, there's postseason no, – There's no comparison between I just like Mike Lowell. All right? Don't, okay, don't hate me. Why, why you, don't why, hate me. That's you a bro, you, You're talking bad about a World Series MVP. All I'm right? talking bad about you. You're talking bad about a World Series – 2007 World Series MVP. I'm talking well about – I'm speaking – I'm complimenting 2007 World Series MVP of God, of God walking amongst mere mortals and saying, Robert, you are a mere mortal. You are you – are, you have never seen a weight room before. And hey, I, I started seeing off, a weight Cut room. off the head and look from here down. It's a little girl. That's what I'm trying to say. And – I think your take is putrid, and there was everybody no in this room. Everyone in this room is now dumber because of what you just said. <laughs> At no only, point did you you're come. You're the only up. one in your room, Doug. <laughs> I was just saying, Doug got Doug. dumber. It's not possible Doug got for stupid. It's not possible for Doug to get dumber. Doug's a smart guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nothing you said came close to a rational concept. It wasn't supposed to a be a comparison. Thought. It wasn't supposed to be a comparison. I just said Mike Lowell because I like Mike Lowell more than Will Middlebrooks. <sighs> All right. You we don't talk about you, Will you Middlebrooks. Were, you, were, you were comparing Bobby Dahlbeck to Mike Lowell. And Mike Lowell, sorry, he's, he's – Bobby Dahlbeck is not Mike Lowell. He won't be. Spoiler alert. No, the, problem, the problem with Bobby Dahlbeck, right, is the strikeouts. This dude strikes out like it's a good thing. All right, he'll just come in here. He'll, he'll get a home run in a game, 
and obviously we're basing this off a small sample size from last year. He only played from September on, something like that. He only played 20-some-odd games. Right? He'd get his home run, and then he'd strike out twice. Yep. And that's about how it worked for Bobby Dunn. Like, let me just pull up his stats, see how much he struck out last year. Because let me tell you, it was early, and it was often. He had a good time. He, he was good in his in his time there. I just think I just think he's not going to add up to much. Mm-hmm. I never had high expectations when he he was coming up. I never had. I don't have high expect high expectations now. I think he's been better than I expected he would be. So oh my far, God. He's, so uh, within eighty at bats. He had 39 strikeouts. Yeah, so that's almost that's Yikes. almost half. He so had take, eight. Cut those. What was his batting average though? How many hits did he get? Uh, 21 hits, 263 batting average. So if you cut those strikeouts in half, then he could be like a 280 batting average, 280 hitter. Yes. Which I'm fine with him being a 280 hitter. That's easier said than done. Strikeouts are hard to take away. Even mm-hmm. even the even some of the great players who struggle with strikeouts, they never really go away. Aaron they, Judge, strikeout king. He's a walking strikeout or a mm-hmm. walking home run. Yeah, no in between. I do not want him to become the next Giancarlo Stanton Aaron Judge. I wouldn't mind that. I like I said, I completely value somebody on their defense. And this dude, within the 20 games he played, he ended up getting three errors with a 981 fielding percentage, which is still very good. Who was a better player, Aaron Judge or Mike Lowell? Give me an honest answer. <laughs> I got to look up some stats on that one. But, I mean, Aaron Judge don't have a World Series, and he's never played on the World Series. It's not a World Series MVP. That's right, because when you play for the Red Sox, you win world championships. When you play for the Yankees in the 21st century, it's game over for you guys. It's game over after 2009, basically. That, besides that one, well, that's an outlier. We're, that's what we're going to call it. Uh, was it uh, 2010? I'm sorry, 2010. 29, 2009. Was it? They won the World Series in 2009, yes. I don't know, 2009, 2010 were just a bad year for Boston fans. 2009, they made the playoffs. 2010, no, they just 2000, 2009, we the um, 2009, the Yankees won the World Series. 2010, the Lakers won the NBA championship. That's what I'm saying. It's bad. Yeah, that's took bad. our two rivals and both of them end up winning it. And the Patriots sucked too. Patriots. Oh, 2010, good. 2010, they went 14 and two, but who'd they lose to in the wild card? Was it? Oh, well, yes. that was the year they lost the Jets. J-E-T-S, oh. Jets, Jets, Jets. God, Adam does something that I cannot say on this podcast every time he thinks about the 2010 Jets. Not Adam, but Brian. Brian? Uh, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he, does, he does something unmentionable every time we talk about the 2010 Jets. He doesn't, he, he, does he do something? Probably, knowing him. He, he, there's not going on up there no all right we'll go through these last three quick hunter renfro um rafael devers kike hernandez hunter renfro 
not to be not to be I expect him to be this man not not to be confused with the Hunter Renfro in in the NFL as he is maybe a utility player I, I would say I expect him to be like a Walmart version Kevin Pillar for this team. Someone who's still going to be out Walmart there making version Kevin Pillar. Who's still going to be out there making some good defensive plays, come to the bat and get at least a 255 batting average. He can do that, that on sounds happy. Like Daniel Nava. That sounds like Daniel Nava or Chris Young. <laughs> Daniel Nava. <laughs> Bro, I love Daniel Nava. Dude was I nice with it. Him and his – I loved his swing. There was something about his swing. And I'll mm-hmm. never forget 2013. I have a lot of 2013 references. Mm-hmm. But Daniel Nava, Boston, this is for you. By Don Orsillo. He hits that three-run homer. Mm-hmm. They take a 4-2 lead over the Kansas City Royals. And, oh, man, I'll miss that team. That team has a special place in my heart. But he's – maybe he'll be Daniel Nava. Maybe. On a championship 2013 Red Sox team, maybe that's coming. Nah. Next thing you know. Well, you, we, we have to believe. We're, best faith. case scenario, we lose in the wild card round. Keep the faith, Robert. At last, last season taught me to not have any faith. You don't have faith, you have low expectations. You have low expectations, you don't get upset when your team fails. That's, 20, that's 2020 talking. I'm, 2020, I'm 2020 I'm we can just erase that year. We I'm can just erase that year. Like right. anything, think about anything bad that happened mm-hmm. and compare it to 20, 2020. Like the year 2020. Mm-hmm. You can't compare it because it's, yes. it, that year was that bad. If mm-hmm. you think of something bad that happened, something worse happened in 2020. Except yeah. like war. No, no, there was no wars that happened, so that was good. Yeah. And no like terrorist attacks. That was slight, slight positivities. Yeah, so there, there's, I guess we can find a silver lining there. But overall, 2020 will go down as one of the worst years mm-hmm. in the past couple of decades. Yes. Kike Hernandez, right, he's been doing amazing at spring training. If he, can, if he can bat 300 throughout the year and play solid defense, that's a great signing for two years, 14 mil. He won't, though. You don't, you don't have faith? No. What happened to all this talk about have some faith? <laughs> Unless it's Kike Hernandez. I mean, this is postseason hero for the Dodgers. He wasn't a postseason hero in 2018, was he? Was he on? Was he on the Dodgers in 2018? Yeah. Then no, he, he couldn't wasn't save them then, could he? I mean, he no could way could save them then. Cause... Live with his own failure. No, because playoff Kershaw was a thing. Where did that bring him? Back to me. No, we're not talking. And then Rafael Devers needs to be an MVP candidate, at least top five. Rafael Devers? Yeah. Yeah, he had a he had an MVP like campaign back in 2019. Him and Bogarts mm-hmm. had career years. Both of them were like top five in AL MVP. They should have been higher, honestly. They had better stats than they put up better stats than Mike Trout, who won it. Mm-hmm. Both of them. I yeah. think Mike Trout is just such a he's just such a name. Like, yep. I know he puts um, up great statistics, but just screw that guy. Just screw him. Like, 
he puts up gr- very good statistics, but he's more of just like hey, he's a name at this point. Mm-hmm. Like anybody puts up better statistics, it won't matter because his name's Mike Trout. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. He plays for the Angels. Mm-hmm. The Anaheim Angels. Oh, you mean the Los Angeles Angels? Los Angeles Angels. Angels. Stupid name. <laughs> They're the the Walmart Dodgers. The team that just doesn't matter. Like, be, play for the Cubs. Play for the, Yan- the Yankees. I, for all I care. Play for the Red Sox. Don't be. If you're gonna be the greatest player, the best player in the game for all these years, play somewhere. Play somewhere where you actually matter. Where people mm-hmm. actually give a damn about you. I don't know. That's my Mike Trout. Imagine, imagine putting Mike Trout on the Dodgers, like trading Bellinger for Trout. I wouldn't mind. I would 100% mind. That actually, team, actually, no, that team would be too good. That team's I, winning four straight. With Mookie Betts, too. Imagine just two generational stars. On, on, on the corner of the outfields, yeah. Oh, two out of the top three outfielders in the game. That team's already stacked. That, the Dodgers are. They already, already have two out of the top five outfielders. I would put Bellinger a top five outfielder. But they would. Bellinger they would, played more first base now. He switches. Right, but, right, but they would end up trade in this, in this hypothetical. They would end up trading Bellinger, so he wouldn't be on that team. Mm-hmm. No, that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. I, if, I do have to show some respect for the Dodgers. They're always in it for the past almost ten years. Mm-hmm. But there's go on. They've had what one World Series victory? Yes. That's what that's what I'm trying to tell my Yankees friends here is sure your team's good. Right? But last I checked, the Red Sox and the Yankees ended with the same the same outcome last year. Neither won the World Series. That's the main goal, ain't it? We ain't sit here talking about, oh, we made it to the AL championship game. Right, but the Yankees. Oh wait, they they got the Yankees, they lost in the second round. The Yankees and the Red Sox were not the same last year. They really were not. One was somewhat relevant. The other one was not relevant at all. The Red Sox were terrible. We were relevant. We were not in relevant. our hearts. Uh, in our hearts, okay. With this like with this <laughs> soft BS. Give me a break. They'll, they can earn their way back into my household. If they were my son, I'd kick him out. And I'd be like, you know what, guys? Earn your way back in. That is terrible. I renounce you. It's good. It's a good thing. Because you're, not... giving him a, you're giving him a kick in the butt. At, at, what, at what age would you do that to your son? Make it 16. I thought you were going to say something like 11. I was about to come to your house and beat you. <laughs> they gotta learn from gotta learn they gotta learn from, from a young age huh from a young age <laughs> build up that toughness be like you gotta earn my love in my house oh my god you i can, hear that son i could see you in about alabama no no i could i could see you in about 20 years with a kid who's like 15 16 years old you having a complete beer belly watching watching the red Sox game Falling asleep by the seventh inning and then waking up just to yell at people. So yell at my wife. Yeah. Like, hey, honey, okay. you smell that? It's like, no, me neither. Start cooking. No, no, we can't. Just straight we, up, be like, we can't talk about that. We're gonna get canceled so fast. 
<laughs> okay. So I'm finally, kidding, by the way, I'm kidding. Yes. I'm I'm all for. I'm all for women being everywhere. I'm yeah. I'm kidding. They're they're great people, and <laughs> like equal. I love equality. So we should be mm-hmm. equal. So finally, just to end off the episode real quick, Nick Markakis is gone. 15 major league seasons with the Orioles and Braves. Finally decided to call it, saying my number one decision and my main focus on this song is my kids and my family. I've been fortunate enough to do this for a very long time, and not many people get to do what I've gone through. I'm thankful for every second and every minute. What What do you remember about Nick Markakis? Being an Oriole, basically. Yeah. Just, I believe I got to see him in person once. It was spring training in 2008, 2007. It's like 07 or 06. Somewhere around that time. I was living in Florida. My dad took me to a spring training game between the Orioles and the Rays, I think. It, It seems like it. Or it was a regular season game at Tropicana. But I remember how gross Tropicana is. So I think it was a spring training game. And I remember Nick Markakis had like this blast triple to right field. The only thing I will remember about Nick Markakis. I remember, I remember back a couple of years ago. And this was, what was it? The, uh, when, and this is just like, what's his name? He was up, he was up to bat. He just happened to be up to bat. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the game and Jerry Remy and Don Orsillo had the, had the game turned to the stands to like these two young couples. And one of the boyfriends, um, there was, it, this was around the time of, if you guys haven't seen, haven't seen it's, it was the boob grab. And they were like, all you could hear was for one second, it was like, it was from Jerry Remy. He's like, whoops. And then it's just dead air for like, for like a solid 30 seconds. And all, but it wasn't completely dead air. All you could hear in the background, they were far away from their mics. You could just hear them dying laughing in the background. And they couldn't, and they, they couldn't stay out of it. So they had to, so after like two, after two, after it was like the first, it was the first pitch of the at bat. It was a strike. He goes, um, Don Orsillo finally comes off and he's dying laughing. He goes, Nick Markakis, take strike one. <laughs> and then they just stop for another like 20 seconds. <laughs> and like, that's what I remember of Nick Markakis kind of being on the side. He was just kind of there, sort of. He was one of those players who's like, he was a great Oriole. Uh, he was just kind of. He was part of that good Orioles core that they've had that they had during like the early twenty ten early to mid twenty tens, and they were able to. I mean, with him, they were. He was he was a very sol- he was a solid player who was just kind of like there. He I never saw him as like the best player on that on any Orioles team, but he was. Like I could see him sort of like say like a Jacoby Ellsbury to the team. Like he was yeah. there. He was like never like the the center of attention, but he was always doing his part. He was batting 300. He was stealing bases. He was making plays. 
but he was never like this. He was kind of just, he was there. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, respect- he, he had a good career, finished up towards top in rookie of the year, uh, three gold gloves, one silver slugger, and one all-star game. Like, not a crazy career, but still a very, very solid career, averaging a 288 batting average with a 423 slugging and a 357 on base percentage. Yeah, so he was basically just there. It's nothing, it's nothing crazy, but it's Good not player. bad. Good player. I like yeah. it. All right. With that being said, somehow we managed to stretch this episode out to an hour. I don't know how we did that, but. You got anything else to say to the people before we sign off? You mentioned something about how I always self-promote my podcast. So I'm just going to say I love football. I love football. And I love talking about it. So just you you make your own decision with that. And I'm good at talking about it, by the way. Of course you are. Bro, I'm, I'm hungry. I need to go get some food. All right, give me uh, – I almost forgot. Give me one good thing that happened this week for you. One good thing that happened this week. Uh, I think it's pretty funny that the restru- – the, in the same stretch of time – in the just in a matter of hours, I believe it was on – it was Friday. It was yesterday. Mm-hmm. The same stre- – there's three – like a three-hour span. The Patriots bring back Cam Newton. Brady restructures his contract to be more team friendly. One team is one side's getting better, the other side continues Got to worse. get worse and accept mediocrity. All right, so I just got to say this now, JD. If you're here watching the premiere, first of all, you know I appreciate you. Second off, give me that Patriots comment right now. What are we thinking about Cam Newton? I hate it. That just says we're comfortable with eight and eight. That's what that's what that says to me. That says we're comfortable with eight and eight for this year and possibly beyond. It's just Waste the primes of Stefan Gilmore, the McCordys who aren't getting younger, Dante Hightower who's probably coming back. We're just wasting. We're just wasting primes right now. This whole thing, this whole like yesterday was just a testament to how the, in a nutshell, to how the the Brady Belichick divorce has really gone. It's like Belichick hasn't tried and he's just expected to turn water into wine while Brady's actually making an effort and trying to make things happen and it's actually working. He won a Super Bowl in his first year. He's going for number 2 and like I've said, I think you I'm sure if you've seen my if you've watched my podcast, go follow Fumble Ruski podcast. Um check it out. Um, if you, if you check judging that out you so hard right now, what's that? I'm judging you so hard right now. Go ahead and judge me. Uh, year two is always the best year for the quarterback. Okay. So the fact that Sam, scored, Sam Darnold had entered the chat. Shut up. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen ghosts. He threw, he threw for year, year two in a new system for quarterbacks say like veteran quarterbacks and Aaron Rodgers, a Peyton Manning, uh, they do better in the second year. Brady threw 40 touchdown passes in his first year and they won a Super Bowl. He won Super Bowl MVP. He's, as long as he doesn't age and he doesn't fall off Max Kellerman's cliff, 
Which Matt Skillman has been saying for the past six years now. He's been saying it for six years, and he's he's had a Hall of Fame career since he's since. That. If you since took those six that. years since like age thirty-seven to forty-three, right? Yeah, just those six years. That's a Calvin Johnson-esque Hall of Fame career. Basically, I I think and I I I hate to say it because Nick Wright. I hate Nick Wright, but he made a great take uh, about a month ago. He said. Tom, Tom Brady's had three Hall of Fame careers. His first stretch was his Troy Aikman phase from 2000 to 2000 and – was it 2005? 2005, 2006. 2006. 2007 to 2013 was his Joe Montana phase. 2014 to present is – no, no, uh, Dan Marino yeah. phase. 2014 to present was his, is his Joe Montana phase. In fact, it's not just Joe Montana at this point. It's like a mix of Joe Montana and Peyton Manning. He's putting up Joe Mo- he's winning Super Bowls like Joe Montana and he's putting up Peyton Manning like stats. He's of he's the Frankenstein of take every quarterback elite quarterback to have ever lived who doesn't have a, take away the athleticism and he's zero athleticism anywhere here down. Yeah. He, hey, he juked out Brian Urlacher once. Urlacher, that one time. That's what we're. That's what Patriots fans use to say he's athletic. Yes. That one time, like 14 years ago, he juked out Brian Urlacher. But what I'm trying to – he's had an elite career. And he's winning this divorce. As long as he doesn't uh, fall off the cliff, he's going, he's going to have a better year. And they mm-hmm. might 100%. end up winning the Super Bowl. Yes. You know, team, teams are getting worse around him. The only team I see getting uh, rivaling him in the in his conference is the Packers, and they're getting worse. The, yeah. And then on the in the other conference, uh, in the other conference, the Chiefs, Chiefs just released three of their own linemen. They lost half of their offensive line. They're going to be without sixty percent of their offensive line, even if they replace one a couple of those players. Which probably one of them probably won't be the left tackle because the left tackle is one of the hardest positions to replace in the NFL, and th- that happens to be the most important position. Mm-hmm. All right, so everybody's getting weaker. The Buccaneers just seem to be getting better, and if pay- if Tom Brady is st- still hasn't fallen off the cliff. They're going to win another Super Bowl. 100%. I, I can see it because they brought back everyone besides uh, probably Shaquille Barrett. Or and what's his they're name? Gonna, they'll probably get back Shaquille Barrett. Yeah. They, they have a good chance at it. Because you and I were talking when they got um, – when the franchise tagged Godwin, I'm like they needed to do that for White. If they lose White. No, not, not White. David. Levante David, I'm sorry. I th- why did I think Devin White? Oh, Levante David. They need to bring back David, but then they end up bringing back Dundee. I'm like, well, ignore everything I just said. See, for me, with that team, they, they, had, they had a big three of free agents, basically. They had Chris Godwin, Shaquille Barrett, Levante David. They, needed they brought back two, two already. They needed two of the three to be to return to stay at, uh, at, world, at Super Bowl contention. And one of them was one of them who was required had to be Chris Godwin. They franchise tagged Chris Godwin. He was the first do- domino to fall. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, he needed they needed one of at least one of the two, uh, at least one of the two def- uh, uh, linemen to come back. They got 
Levante David, the better one, who I actually didn't expect. I expected Sha- Shaquille Barrett. I expected them to just let Levante walk and get paid. Mm-hmm. He, did, he took less. Yeah. So now, if they get Shaq Barrett, they're fine. But mm-hmm. they're, they're already fine now. They, they probably, they're in Super Bowl contention now, no matter what happens this offseason. 100%. Yeah. All right. With that being said, we are running a little long to the fans. Thank you guys so much as every week for listening to these episodes, especially if you're at the YouTube premiere with me on Sunday, the Lord's Day. That being said, once again, huge thank you for listening to episode 61. I'm still amazed we've made it this far. Roll that outro music. God bless you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Sugar-coated like a churl Now I'm really out here on my own Now my homies acting like I own Done extending out my arm Made a lot of money from my poems Been around and now they say I'm on I can finally say I'm up now I'm up now 20,000 on a bus down A bus down I'm on my way up going up now Up now And I ain't never gonna touch down Touch down Yeah.